We the People are at a crossroads by Todd Clark. As a country, we the people have lost our way. We're at a crossroads. We used to all be Americans. Now we are Democrats or Republicans. Now it's a zero-sum game. What is good for one side must be bad for the other. Period. No exceptions. No concessions. If one side wants it, the other side must be against it. Nothing gets done. Now it's a sport. Politicians are separated into two teams, doing everything they can to best the other at any cost. We the people are the fans, watching it all go down. But we're the worst type of fans. We're rabid fanatics, hoping beyond hope, not just that our team wins, but also cheering for bad things to happen to the other team. There's no sportsmanship to be found. The media sits by, reporting the game. But are they really? They're all on a team too. They aren't all on the same team, but they have definitely chosen a side. The reporting consists of showing us the absolute worst of the other team, while discounting or completely overlooking anything good the other team may have accomplished. All the while, we the people sit on our devices, being spoon-fed information from our echo chamber media outlet of choice. Then there's the other media, reporting on the game, the influencers, the often dangerously misguided bloggers, the fake news websites, the coordinated foreign agencies intentionally trying to influence America. We the people sit on our devices consuming all of that too, rarely questioning the veracity regardless of the audacity of the claims. Some might even say drawn to the audacity. Then there's big tech. They're all on a team, largely the same team. They curate what we see through their algorithms that maximize exposure to what we're interested in, which creates more echo chambers, preventing us from seeing the other side. We the people now live in these walled gardens with our devices listening to us, helping create walls so high we forget there's something on the other side. It's easy to live in the walled garden. It takes effort to climb the wall to try and see the other side. Most of us are content living in our own garden. Some of us even want everyone else's garden to look just like theirs. Big Tech also controls the platform. They control who's allowed to say what. They control who stays in the conversation and who goes. Voices are moderated or silenced, all to their liking, all without much accountability. They claim impartiality, but their actions speak louder than words. They're on a team, and they control the conversation. There are a lot of other things wrong. Our tax system is ridiculous. The annual budget is a joke. The national debt's embarrassing. Our health care system needs an overhaul. Our immigration policy can't find a middle ground between building a wall and y'all come. But as with most problems, the real problem is leadership. And the country seems to have none right now. If we the people had true leadership and a bipartisan spirit, we could fix many of these problems, or at least put a dent in them. As the country changes leadership, many think things will get better. They will not, unless we the people change the game. With the change of leadership, only the score of the game has changed. The game remains the same. The Republicans were winning for a time, and now the Democrats have taken the lead. But the leaders still remain the same. The game hasn't changed, only the score. Articles of impeachment have already been drawn up for Biden. When the Republicans had the lead, we saw what they did with the Supreme Court nominations. None for you, more for us. While it obviously wasn't fair, we were told elections mattered. We were told that when you win elections, you get to make the rules. The Democrats heard that. They've won the elections they needed. Will they take the higher ground, or will they make rules that benefit just their team, just like the Republicans did? My guess is the latter. 
They're all the same. So how does it all change? There are some potential answers. True term limits, viable third parties, overturning Citizens United, age limits for some candidates. This isn't a new idea. 33 states have age limits for judges. Campaign finance reform would also be a good start. The problem is those reforms don't benefit the very people who would have to enact them. And are we the people naive enough to think the parties or the politicians will implement anything not in their own best interest? Our country is at a crucial time. Our capital has been stormed. That was us. That was a group of us so far in our echo chamber that misguided patriotism overruled common sense. We've also had riots and looting this year. In some cases, burning down the very neighborhoods we are purportedly trying to save. We've burned down police stations. We've taken over portions of Portland. That was all us. Both teams did these things. We, the people, did these things. And many more. We, the people, must understand that our current politicians are not going to save us. We have to save ourselves. Individually, they may be fine people. And there are some politicians out there with some good ideas. But as a group, they just suck. They prove it time and time again. Nothing changes. They can't do it. So we the people must. We the people must put down our devices and pick up our heads to look around, see the country as it truly is. A fat, fragile, but not broken country which is at a crossroads. We have problems, but the nation's foundation is still firm. We have something to build upon if we demand more. We can still have teams, but we need to have some sportsmanship. We need to remember that we are all Americans. We are all people. We are fathers and mothers and sons and daughters and friends and neighbors. We can and we should treat each other with decency and respect. We the people must decide that we can compromise. We must demand it of our current political leaders. And if they don't embrace it, we must find new leaders. We must realize that it isn't a zero-sum game. Each side has to give a little if both sides are to jointly prosper. We must realize that we can't have it all. There's a cost to everything, so there must be compromise. We must refuse to let unyielding small factions on the fringes of the left and the right control the conversation for the moderate majority in the middle. We the people must also realize that we're becoming prisoners to the algorithm. And with that recognition, we must rise above the echo chambers and walled gardens created by media and big tech. We need to seek out disparate views and compassionately listen. We are more alike than we are different. The other team is not the enemy. They are us. And we would all be better off if we got to know each other. If the algorithm won't let us see the other side, then we need to create media outlets and platforms that will. And if we can't, we must at least realize that we are subject to the algorithm and be mindful to check in with reality every so often. We the people have gotten us to these crossroads. We're responsible for letting this, things get this bad. And we the people are going to decide which way the country goes. We have the choice. We can continue down our diverging paths as we've done up until now. And if we do so, we will continue to grow farther apart. The game will continue. And it's hard to see how that game will end well. Or we can choose a different path. We can create a new game. We can choose to all walk down the same path together. We, the people, can choose to demand more and move forward together, not as Democrats or Republicans, not as the left or the right, but as Americans. Thank you.